Welcome to Life Talks with Lauren. This podcast is all about having conversations around what's real for us and swapping shame and judgment for courage and connection. We'll cover topics like self-love, relationships, body image, mental health, and so much more. Think of it like getting together with one of your good friends and chatting about life. So grab your glass of wine, mug of tea, or your favorite drink, and let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Life Talks with Lauren podcast. Uh, Crazy to say that this is the second episode, two weeks in a row. Oh my gosh, I'm being so consistent. Um, No, I think once I get on a roll, I will be better at putting an episode out probably every week because I genuinely enjoy it. I'm getting better at writing things down to talk about as they happen. The other thing is like with my husband deployed, there's so much tea that I can gather throughout the week just based on like hanging out with friends and I've been going out a lot. So this episode is definitely going to be jam packed. So grab whatever drink you want to listen or uh, I don't know if you're driving or doing chores or something. But anyway, I know that it is getting so hot here in Okinawa Today it was like 74, I was wearing shorts. First of all, I went out with a few friends for brunch and the table next to us, it was like this Japanese couple and they kept like, the the guy was like facing me and he was like making, like he was like saying stuff, like they were making it very obvious that they were staring and then like he would point and like at my legs or something, like he was like looking, made me so uncomfortable through my whole meal Uh, because over here they don't really wear like shorts and stuff and like I don't know they don't show their skin a lot during the summer but literally like my roller derby name is sweaty Betty because I step out of the house and I break a sweat like it's just it's just genetic my mom sweats a lot too but anyway ain't no way I'm gonna be around here in the summertime wearing giant like linen pants and covered from head to toe. So sometimes I do get weird looks. Today was probably the most uncomfortable I've felt, especially I think being a tall curvy woman and when you show your skin, it's definitely like, oh my gosh, you're so brave. How are you so confident? I've gotten that more out here than I ever have in my entire life. Like people are so obsessed with my body size, which is something I'm gonna talk about. It's something I've been talking about a lot this week in general because it's just been coming up, I think because I've been going out a lot more and people feel a lot more brave when there's alcohol in their system. And actually I've had a lot of sober encounters too. Um, So I don't know if I'm just putting something out in the universe, but I think there's just things I'm going through that I'm like healing from and, and I still, I guess, have more body image work to heal from. But I was starting to talk about how I'm so thirsty because I'm such an iced coffee slut. Like I just went and it is almost eight o'clock at night and I just dyed my hair and I had this sudden craving for iced coffee. And so I went into my fridge and I always have the either Starbucks iced coffee, not the like those little thingies, but like the black coffee you can buy from the grocery store or sometimes or a lot of times the commissary runs out of that. So I have to buy some other brand that I don't actually like, like Stoke coffee or something. But anyway, I always have that in the fridge. And then, um, I use the fair life vanilla protein shakes. I've just put like a little 
a bit of that in my iced coffee as creamer. And it's the best fucking creamer I've ever had in my life. Like, I can't stop thinking about it right now. I went to the, like, filled up my cup with ice, went to the fridge, put the coffee in, added the creamer, sat down at the table and literally chugged it and was like moaning and groaning. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. So I think I'm a little thirsty and dehydrated. Even as I'm talking, I'm like, God, I'm so thirsty. And I want to pause this and drink some water, but my mouse is charging because I forgot to charge it. So it's a little bit of an ordeal to pause the podcast to take a drink. So I'm going to wait a little bit for the mouse to charge. So I'll just be thirsty over here. No, but seriously, we went to a, um, we went to this like really fancy resort or it was like the Hyatt Regency, which is, you know, Hyatt is like higher end. Um, and over here it has like its own little like island. You just drive across a bridge, but you know, I felt fancy. And we went there for our anniversary weekend, spent two nights there and we had like amazing food. But my favorite fucking thing there was, <laughs> I'm so aggressive right now, <laughs> was when we went to the, um, the breakfast buffet, like in the morning, both mornings, they had like unlimited iced coffee. And over here, like, I mean, this isn't something I had in the States. Like, they always give you creamer. But here, they give you, like, like whole milk. I think it's whole milk. And then, like, they have this gum syrup that you put in there. And I kid you not, I was chugging down those coffees, but, like, no, like nothing. Just, like, iced coffee all year round. I don't care how cold it is outside. I'm drinking that iced coffee. So... Yeah, so I might be up all night. Um, I hope not. Sometimes I can get away with it. It is Thursday night and the plan was actually to stay home tonight. So my friend and neighbor has been here. She's like leaving in a few weeks. She's leaving the island for good. So that's why I've been going out so much because I'm just soaking in all the time with her. And I've just been having such a blast. So she's having two going aways this weekend and one of them was tonight and I was just like you know what I've 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 been committing to a lot lately which is big for me being such an introvert but I've recently discovered that as long as I have like a good at least like 30 minutes to an hour every day to just sit in silence like and I know it's uncomfortable to sit in silence because we need that stimulation but that's exactly what like causes me to feel so overstimulated and burned out. So as long as I get some time throughout the day to just sit and like, I don't know, maybe have Orca lay on me. I've been sitting under my weighted blanket and either just like taking a nap or today I took a nap and then I read for a little bit and I don't know. I'm just kind of getting away from always having to have music or a podcast in the background. Don't get me wrong. I do that most of the time, but it's also healthy. I think for my brain to just like have some time to relax. So, um, oh yeah, I forget where I was going with that. I'm very long winded right now. So I did, I did that, uh, or I was supposed to go to, or not supposed to, I told her I never committed anyway. I try, I've been trying, like I in general try not to overcommit because I know I'll be burnt out. And then if I do spend time with people then I might be grumpy or just like not present. And I don't like that. So I'd rather really just protect my time, be intentional about my energy so that when I'm showing up, like I'm showing up fully. So ended up passing on tonight so that I could get some stuff done around the house. And like I said, dye my hair and, um, and record a podcast episode before the weekend starts. 
because it's going to be a busy weekend that I'm really looking forward to. What are you doing this weekend? Come tell me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kendrick. I think I said this last time, but I think my intro still has Lauren M. Kepler as my, um, as my Instagram handle, but I got married and I changed it. So it is now Lauren M. Kendrick, like Kendrick Lamar. Everyone knows how to spell it. So it's an easy last name to remember. Anyway, so a lot of this week is going to be covered around like body talk, body image, trigger warning if that's something that's hard for you to talk about. Um, I'm going to talk very openly and candidly about this. There was a time where I personally couldn't handle talking so candidly about it because I was healing from an eating disorder and disordered eating patterns, but I'm in a good place. Um, so if you do think that that's something that you really struggle with, like it's hard for you to have these conversations and maybe this isn't the episode for you, but there are other episodes that talk about it. I think a little bit more safely. I mean, not to say I'm going to like go crazy, but I am getting to the point in this podcast where I'm not like holding back a lot or, or trying to, I don't know. I'm getting into a phase where I, not even a phase, I'm getting to a place where I am no longer trying to be liked by everybody and to say all the right things or I or having people think that I'm perfect. So I am just going to be real and raw with you about my thoughts, about my actions. They may not be pretty at times, but like we're friends here. <laughs> That's the point of this podcast. And I also want you to know that like I'm a safe place for you to come if you ever want to talk about anything, whether it's weight related or guy related or life related, honestly, I am here for you. So that I, I've noticed if I'm talking about something often, it tends to mean that I am working through healing of some sort. So you'll notice even if you go back through old episodes, you'll notice like patterns of things I talk about because I'm working through something. I had stopped when we moved here and I shut down my body acceptance brand. I had stopped really talking about body image and my body for quite a long time, partly because I was healing still, I think, partly because I just got tired of it, like I didn't have anything to say. And now because all of a sudden there is so much conversation around like body size and stuff and like I'm getting so many comments on my weight, which is so weird. Like I haven't, I haven't gained weight like since I moved here. Like I gained weight in 2020, got to a larger size. And then it's just, I swear it's just living in Japan. They're just used to small people. I'm also starting to theorize like, is it, is it because now we, for a while it was like trending on social media, like, you know, curviness and, um, and it was becoming like more widespread. And now all of a sudden people are coming out and talking about weight loss again. I mean, it never stopped, but like now everyone's talking about Ozempic and uh, that heroin chic is back and like the aesthetic of thinness is back or whatever. And so maybe the standard is just, or the trends are changing again, which it's just a trend. And that's the thing when it comes to bodies. Who was it that said this the other day? I was listening to a podcast and she said, was it Drew Fualo? Maybe. But anyway, somebody said, I'll have to find that. Somebody said that if you're like, 
if you are trying to keep up with the trends with your body, you're, oh, it was uh, Ella Halikas. Yeah, that's right. If you're trying to like, if you're trying to make your body a trend or keep up with that, you're never going to win because it's always a different standard. And I'll, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself because a lot of this I'm going to cover in this episode. So a few things I'm going to talk about is, first of all, like on an, comments about bodies in general, whether they are meant to be the intentions are good or whether they're bad or ignorant or whatever but just what that kind of does to someone's psyche this is going to be used an example from something that i encountered last week and then we're going to talk about um honesty in the wild in a few different ways and just like when especially when it comes to men so honesty from men in the wild and in by in the wild I mean like out like going out at night mostly because that's where I've encountered this and so we're going to talk about a few conversations I heard and then had this weekend and then I'm going to share some of the things that on so I, I put out a question on my Instagram asking everyone what are the most unhinged things that men have said to them in the wild or otherwise. And I was surprised at how many responses I got. So based on that, I think I might ask a weekly question and read the answers out on the podcast. So if you want to be featured in that, then go ahead and be sure to answer those questions or look out for them. If you have any ideas of questions I can ask, Uh, I would love to hear that too, because I thought I was like, I'm sure everyone has a a good, stupid thing a man has said to them and uh, wants to share. So we all had one. And then the last thing that I am going to talk about is actually, I think I'm going to start with this. Just like, what do you do when you're feeling disappointed in yourself or you let yourself down? And this kind of ties into like I said, with my husband, like being gone and then me going out so much, there is also a part of me that has to continue to hold myself accountable for my goals and, and who I want to be and what I want to accomplish. And sometimes I let myself down because I break, not necessarily a promise, I just, I, I go a little too hard. If you've ever partied with me, you know that I, like, I get, I just love a night out. And as soon as I get to a certain point where I'm, like, having fun, I don't want to go home. And maybe this comes from living in Vegas for six years, but, like, I will come home at, like, four, between four and six in the morning. And then I do, I've been trying to get good at still getting up the next morning because I can never sleep. I don't know about you, but after a night of drinking or a night out, like my body still wakes me up at normal time. She's like, bitch, it's not my fault. You stayed out all night. And so I will just still get up. And so I've been trying to still get out of the house. I've been drinking. I started drinking vodka sodas and bringing Mio, the little like flavoring droplets out with me. I'll just like put it in my purse and put it into my vodka soda so that I don't wake up with a hangover so that I can I can handle being tired but being hungover is like a different beast so I've been doing that and um but so I this last weekend my goal is always and honestly like when Jason's here and stuff I probably drink once or twice a month but unless it's like a holiday or celebration or like with Martha being in town I've been drinking a lot more than usual 
like by that I mean two maybe three times a week and that that is really a lot when first of all you you care about you know your health and you're thinking of that and also productivity and your sleep quality and just everything like I just I have a lot on my plate and I can't afford to be drinking like often and it's bad for my blood pressure I have high blood pressure like so there's a lot of reasons why I shouldn't be drinking a lot and so um this last weekend I was like I went out Friday night and I had a good night and then I got invited out again Saturday night and I was like no I'm going to stay in and be productive. And that's when I recorded last week's episode. And I was so proud of myself. I was like, I'm going to have a productive Sunday and like get started for the week. And then a friend invited me out for brunch on Sunday. And I was like, hell yeah, girl, like let's go to brunch. And she's like, do you want to drink? I was like, no, like I, I think this like we can drink another time, but I'm not feeling it. Well, <laughs> turns out the places that we wanted to go were closed. So we went to this place called San Francisco Cafe that has like, it's on like the fourth floor, has like an ocean view. The vibes are immaculate. It's everything you would think just by the name. And they have the best espresso martinis that I've ever had. I mean, not that I've had a bunch of kinds to compare it to, but I can't go there without having an espresso martini. It's just, it's my toxic trait. So... We like, and I went back and forth for so long on this. Honestly, if you ask my friend, I was, I was like, cause she was down for it. She hadn't been out like, like me earlier in the week or whatever. Like she had some time away from her baby and her hubby and she like, mama was ready for a day. Okay. And I was, um, I was like, I I don't know. I, I knew I wanted to because I love spending time with her and just having that like relaxed fun, but also for responsibility purposes. I was like, oh, this isn't a good idea. But anyway, I went, I ended up going for it. We had an espresso martini and then we had two regular martinis. Was it two or three? And this is like, I don't advise drinking as much as I did this day. And this is, I think, partly why I'm upset with myself because lately I haven't been paying attention to the amount that I'm drinking, like just getting completely honest here. And normally I've been really good at counting my drinks and like stopping at like three, maybe four. But when you have a day drink brunch, we, yeah, so we ended up going out once we left the cafe. We got really hot. I got really irritable, I think from being hot and just started having like a breakdown and I was kind of embarrassed because this is still like a newer friend that I'm getting to know and I was like great like she's already seeing the ugly parts of me and she's gonna think I'm crazy and you know maybe I am and the people who really know me and love me have to see that side of me but I was just kind of having a little bit of a crisis and then once we left and got into the the air like the fresh air I was like oh okay this we're fine so we ended up getting strong, well, I got a strong zero. She got a strong, these are like drinks here um, that are strong, I guess you could say. It's like 9% alcohol and I got like the tall can or whatever. And we just sat in front of the ocean, like on a bench. We were just like watching the ocean and people watching, interacting with people, like just having the best time. And then my friend and neighbor, Martha, 
came and picked us up and took us to the bar where she works. And that's where <laughs> next thing I know, I'm coming home like FaceTiming my husband at like 4 a.m. or something on Monday morning. <laughs> and I was just like, what is happening? And I actually did really wake up the next morning and have to have a, a come to Jesus moment with myself where it was just like, okay, girl, like it's a little out of hand. Um, it was kind of, I'm not going to lie. I was like really bummed with myself. Like I was, I was like, hold on. I have to, my screensaver started. So I'm hitting my mouse, but I actually just like really felt bummed that day and was like, okay, you know what? It's fine. I am going to get myself together. I'm going to wake up on Tuesday morning and go to the gym and get my schoolwork done and just like get right back into my routine. Because I feel like in the past I would have gone down, or I know I would have gone down in a shame spiral where I would probably drink again to like numb how I felt about drinking and then I would binge eat and then I would just like end up like skipping the rest of the week of the gym because I missed Monday and... Now I've learned to just be like, obviously firm with myself where it was like, okay, like I would, I talked to my, myself the way I think a good parent would talk to their child is like, you know, you're the one who has to look in the mirror at yourself at the end of the day and you have to like what you see. And so whenever I'm doing something or I get to a point where I feel in my body, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't me. I have to like reassess and you know, sometimes it's just a little a few tweaks here and there. Like I didn't do anything, I guess, like morally wrong or anything. Like I was just having a good time with my friends, but I just didn't like the fact that I, I mean, I didn't say I wasn't going to, or I did, I guess I did say I wasn't going to drink, but, um, I was still like flexible with it. I made a choice. I made a choice and I realized later it wasn't the best choice and I moved on from it. And so Tuesday was great. I ended up, um, like I said, waking up and going to the gym. And then I finished my schoolwork, like the week worth of schoolwork in five hours. And then I was like, okay, cool. Like now I have the rest of the week to work on other stuff. So Wednesday I started a Japanese class. Um, and that was really nice. And then I went to roller derby practice and I watched my friend's daughter, who I've like known her since she came out of the womb. She's my little baby. And and then yeah, today was Thursday. I went to went to the gym, went to brunch with friends, and now I'm doing this. And so I I think I just like when I feel a little more balanced. I don't like when I get into behaviors, any sort of behavior that feels extreme because that feels dangerous to me. That's where it's just ends up being too much. I, I don't like to swing one way or the other. I kind of like to hang in the balance. That's why I like my coaching brand used to be called all or something because I don't think you have to be like so rigid where it's like all or nothing, but I do think it feels good to have some semblance of balance and, and really just being in tune with yourself and your body. So that's kind of an example of what I do. If I feel like I've let myself down, I just pick myself back up with love and I move forward. All right, so let's get into the the juicy stuff. Okay, so the first thing is talking about what unsolicited body comments feel like to some people, 
to most people. I usually don't comment on people's bodies, especially if I'm thinking about like, oh, if they've lost or gained weight, I definitely don't say anything. Um, even if a friend tells me like, oh, I lost this amount of weight or whatever, I'm like, oh, interesting or like, oh, cool or whatever. I don't really feed into it a lot because I know that that was the fuel that fed me when I was very disordered in my mentality around my body. And I just really want the people in my life to know that I love them beyond the size of their body or what their body looks like or even just their appearance in general. Like, I love them for way much more than that. And so I'd rather talk about other things. Now, do I compliment my friends and tell them, like, how baddie, how much of a baddie they are? Or, like, if they look great in an outfit? Or if I do, like, I don't know, if I like their curves or their boobs or their butt or whatever. I will, but I will know that person first and kind of understand their relationship with themselves and their bodies before I say anything. Because... You just never know what someone's going through and one comment can make them spiral, which is actually something I'm dealing with right now. That's probably why I've been talking about body image so much is a friend, like I was in a really good place and and this friend knows this because I talked to her about it already, but I was in a really good place with my body and you know, maybe it was because I was like ovulating too. We always feel ourselves more when we're ovulating, but I'd gotten to a point where I was walking around the house in a thong, like cleaning the house. That's unheard of for me. I was looking in the mirror at my naked body and not like blurring my vision so that I didn't have to see. Um, I was touching my belly in the shower, which again, I don't, I don't do that. I was just like in this eternal bliss with my body and I loved every second of it. And then my friend said a comment that wasn't meant to be malicious, nothing. It was more of just a trying to relate with me moment. And at at first in the moment, like she knew immediately that it shocked me because we had to continue talking about it for a little bit. And I told her I was fine that like, oh, I've done, you know, all this body image work for this moment, blah, blah, blah. But it kind of sent me back into a spiral. And I've been dealing with that ever since it's been like two weeks or yeah, about two weeks. And again, like no shade to her because we so often unintentionally say, I'm, I know for a fact I've hurt people by saying things that I had no intention of hurting them. But you know, we all have, we all have scars or we all have wounds that can be reopened just from one simple thing. And so I had thought like, oh, I'm fine. And then it's just, I've been so in my head ever since then. And I'm bummed about it, but also grateful because, again, it shows me that I have more healing to do. Like, what if there is a day where I can really get to a place where these... Oh, hi. It's my vacuum. Hold on. Pause. We call her Alice. Do you have a robot vacuum, and do you name her, or are we just weird? I think we named her Alice after, like, the housekeeper in the Brady Bunch. I don't know. It was Jason's idea. Anyway... Like, what if there is a place where I can get to and that's like where I can evolve to in my growth is getting to a place where these things don't spiral me anymore. And it's so often tied to the male gaze. And that's what upsets me the most. I don't know why I still feel the need to have validation from men when I'm married to a man 
that gives me all the validation that I need and more. Like, why am I still hungry for more? There's obviously some underlying shit going on there. You know what I'm saying? Because I think starting from a young age, like that was one of the first times I realized that people saw my body as something wrong was, and I wrote about this in my book that my body acceptance book that, um, that I was like at school and there, there were these like twins and I liked one of them. And like, I was obsessed with him. Like I had googly eyes and, um, I had had crushes before and like I would, pass them notes in class asking them out and they always said no but I never like understood why I was just like okay fine on to the next god I love the confidence of my younger self I'm trying to get back to her but anyway then my friends one day on the playground were like um they're like oh we're gonna go talk to him and tell him like what he think or like you know ask him out for you or whatever and so they run away and I'm just sitting there in the grass by myself I can't remember if this day I was playing with a praying mantis, but I really loved praying mantises. They're really cute, especially when they do the little hand lick thing, you know, like do little, they like wash themselves like cats. So anyway, I'm like sitting in the grass by myself and like, oh, my heart's racing. I'm, I'm like, oh, this is going to be the day. This is going to be, he's, I'm going to make him my boyfriend and yada, yada. And they come running back and they're all giggling and they're like, they said, he said that he'd go out with you. And I, my, my heart was like, <gasps> and then they're like, if you lose some weight. And I was like, I lost it. Like I, or I didn't lose. I just remember my heart sank to the floor in that moment. And that was the first time that I was like, that it hit me that people will discriminate against you based on the size of your body. And I'm not just talking about being rejected for dating, but people in larger bodies are literally discriminated against in so many, so many different ways. And it's so disheartening and it's, and, and that was my first experience of it. And so immediately I was crushed, but I was also like, well, fuck him. And he liked the attention of me having a crush on him. So like, whereas he, like before they told him or no, I can't remember if it was before or after, but anyway, he used to like, um, oh, I'm having a memory and I can't really recall it, but he liked the attention of me liking him. And then once he said that, yeah, so he knew, he must've known I liked him, but he, they hadn't asked him out yet until for me until that moment. And so before to where I would like stare at him at lunchtime and like, he would be all silly about it. Um, he tried to do that with me again in the lunchroom and like, look at me so I'd give him the googly eyes and I was just over it I was like no not having that and he was like I'm sorry I said it blah blah, blah. but anyway so my trauma with that goes deep and that's something that I'm still healing and I mean how nice would it be to be able to separate myself from the male gaze and not feel that like my attractiveness or worth was tied into what a man thought about my body. Like the last person, really the last person whose opinion I normally care about, but not in this instance. It's so strange. So anyway, back to the point of, or not the point, adding to the point of this weight or comments on people's bodies. I was even leaving physical therapy last week and someone I hadn't seen in a little bit um, pulled up and he w was like talking to me. And the first thing he says is, 
you look like you've, you look so good. Have you lost weight? You look so good. And I was just like, oh, uh, I don't know. I've just been healing. Like, uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. And like, he's so sweet. Like we talked and, and again, he meant no harm by his comment, but I was so in my head after that. I was like, cause I don't, I don't weigh myself for anything. Um, I have been, I guess, intentional about how much I've been eating, just especially when I was sedentary and on crutches and stuff, because I didn't want to, just going to say this really honestly, I didn't want to lose weight or I didn't want to gain weight while being sedentary after my surgery and have to deal with more body image issues with my broken ankle on top of that. I was like, no, especially with Jason deploying and stuff. I was like, I can't. So I have been like paying attention to the amounts I've been eating. Um, but I don't think I have lost weight, but anyway, I got so in my head because I was just like, is he seeing at me? Is he seeing me at a certain angle or because is it because of my outfit? He's going to see me at a different angle. He's going to be disappointed. He's going to realize like, oh, never mind. Like, or if I have lost weight and then maybe I gain it back. And then next time he sees me, he's like, oh, like doesn't say anything. And that means something too. Um, what's the other thing to it? Oh, and the fact that he's like, you look so good. Have you lost weight? And it's like, I look so good. Like if you think I look good, if you think anybody looks good, ask them how they are and just tell them you look healthy, you look vibrant. And maybe even, I don't know, healthy can be a loaded word too. You look so vibrant. You look so happy. I have some friends that are really good at giving those kind of compliments. You are glowing. Like I would have loved that from him. That's enough for me that rather than have you lost weight, I just don't think that has to factor into it. I even saw... I think I saved a post today about a glow up. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. So I saved this post from Her Amazing Mindset on Instagram. It says, when you start taking care of yourself, you start feeling better, you start looking better, and you even start to attract better. It all starts with you. And I do agree with this. I just think that some people assume that looking better means weight loss. And I just wanna say it doesn't have to mean that you lose that you lose any weight. Maybe you start looking better because you have a new skincare routine or you're wearing clothes that make you feel really good and it's showing. I, For me, my glow up happened when after I gained a bunch of weight and I didn't have to lose that weight to start looking or feeling better. I just started adopting healthy habits and really finding my style and learning how to do my makeup. I got a skincare routine all of that and none of that had to come with weight loss. If I wanted it to, it of course could and there's nothing wrong with that, but it didn't have to, that wasn't a quali qualifier. So as we wrap up this conversation, I want to read a poem that I found from someone through TikTok and now follow her on Instagram. Her name is Haley Jacobson and she just had the most breathtaking TikTok. If you can find her on there, she actually has a video where she reads this poem and she just launched a book called Old Enough, Old Enough by Haley Jacobson. So when I share this, the, I'll put the link in the show notes and I'll also tag her if you follow me on Instagram and when I share this episode, I'll tag her as well. But I'm gonna read you her poem because I think it's really powerful. So it says, did you lose weight? She asked. 
Actually, I don't know if it's a poem. Sorry, before I get started, I mean, it might be a little blurb from her book, but it doesn't matter. It reads like a poem. Did you lose weight? She asked. And I thought about all the other questions she could have asked instead. How are you? And do you think about dying? Do you wonder how many people you'll love before the sun ends its fling with reflection? What venom did your mother feed to you? And what daisies did she wrap, wrap around your temples? How many homeless people do you actually give change to? Do you think any orgasm is better than the first one you ever had? Do you believe in heaven, ocean air, or mountain air? Isn't it wild we can grow life inside of us? Salty or savory or both? And who are you when you're alone? I doubt it, I said. Well, you look really skinny. And a world between that and my reply. And every MySpace picture, every suck it in, every boy poking my stomach, every bloated period, the time a copper IUD tricked my hip so much that a stranger congratulated me, the calorie counting app, the five miles I ran every day for six months, Skinny bitch, Cosmo, low-rise jeans, my prom dress. Don't tag me in that. No dessert for me. I worked out twice today, dressing on the side, and dear God, Haley, you have moved mountains, and if I say thank you, they will bury you. Oh, I said, and I walked out the door, grinning. And I watched my thoughts with some kind of ancient wisdom I've worked so hard to find, and I saw all of the ways I could have combed my own flesh for answers or self-worth stupid questions of self-worth stupid questions. And instead, I punched my fist into the air and cheered because I did not say thank you. Because my gratitude is reserved for whatever miracle met me and gave me this impossible life of beauty. And forgiveness must tell you that anger should never be wasted on another woman. When it is my privilege to proclaim my body as mine and not the media's. And I pray freedom finds you like it did me, but goodness, life is long and lessons find us when it is time. A wake-up call must tell you that you can hashtag summer body all you like, but the only hashtag goals the physical body really has is de to decay. And yes, skeletons are like really skinny, but damn, does my soul have curbs. Oh, that last part. Ooh. Skeletons are like really skinny, but damn, does my soul have curbs. Like that got me. Anyway. Very, very pow powerful words, and I will save them and read them because, as I said before, there's just so much more to us than the size of our bodies. So speaking of, let's get into this unhinged stuff about men. First of all, I was at a bar this weekend, as I've said multiple times, on Friday night, and I, re I met this guy through a friend, and we were just sitting talking, not just me and him, me and him and my friends, but he, I told him how I was a writer and he, and I told him about how I wrote the book Body Acceptance. And so we were talking about body standards and how interesting they were. And I was like, yeah, you know, the trends are always changing. Bodies were, these bodies were in, in trend, on trend like this year, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and then the Kardashians made curvy bodies like popular. And he's like, in the United States. So I was like, yeah very good point and he's was telling me he's from Nigeria and he's like in Nigerian culture body diversity is normal we embrace that there's a range of sizes that everyone can be there's not good or bad everyone is just whoever they are and I thought that was just really cool and um an important conversation to have so I've been telling a few people <laughs> too that like it also depends not only on like 
what is attractive for that time, but like what culture you come from will determine. It's all just a mindset and it's subjective. And I'm telling myself this as I'm telling this to you because I'm really trying to ingrain it in my brain that it is a matter of opinion, not fact. And later that night I was at another bar and I'm sitting next to a group of guys and like one of them is showing off a picture of a really beautiful girl because I saw her. She looked amazing and he seemed really proud like he was seeing this girl and he wanted his friend's approval like oh look how hot my girl is and one of them was just like yeah she's hot but like you can tell just by looking at her she has a really high body count and like that just cancels it out or whatever and I'm like god forbid a woman likes sex god forbid a woman consider herself a slut if a man does, it's perfectly fine. And like, he apparently doesn't lose attraction. Like, do these guys saying these things ever stop to think about what we think about them? Because half the time, first of all, I'm speaking for most women, obviously, people are different. But from what I see as a whole, women are, especially nowadays, becoming very uplifting and supportive. And me personally, when I am talking to a new guy, or when I guess I was um, back in the day, like if I, even if I'm just talking to a guy, not like talking in that way, when I talk to men, I'm not sitting there like analyzing their looks and shit. Like I'm thinking of so much more. And my first, the first thing I set, would say to my friends about a guy wouldn't be like how. Um, I mean, if they're conventionally attractive or whatever, it wouldn't be assessing their looks though. I just think that it's so frustrating how it never seems to be enough for them. Like we can be the hottest girl on earth, but God forbid, again, we like sex with random strangers and then they, and then we are like sluts or whatever. Um, or got like, say we are larger and we want to lose weight. Some guys will be like, oh, don't get too skinny. I don't like that. Or, or we are too skinny or we're too in the middle. We're too this, we're too that. And like coming from mediocre fucking men. And I'm just so tired of it. Like it's, I don't know. I just, I think it's just so ugly. And I don't know. I just really hope that us ladies and women can continue to just band together and uplift each other like because if these men aren't gonna do it then fine go on your merry way but we'll do it for each other like I'm so tired and I think I said this in last week's podcast I'm so tired of giving men all the power and I'm not talking about like the good men who are either feminists or very support like supportive of women my husband being one of those as Drew Afualo says, she talks about terrible men. Like she emphasizes terrible men. And terrible men are these ones that are going around thinking they're God's gift to earth and they get the power to decide who's hot and who's not and blah, 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 blah. And I don't know. I just think it's a tired storyline. I think we're over it. And I, I don't know. I, I will give all my love and attention to all the men and women out there who are for uplifting and supporting others and, and finding their confidence in themselves and not in tearing other people down. And I will just continue to focus on those people. And as I tell my friends, like, just be a level of unbothered that like, 
you just don't even give these terrible men the time of day. You're just like, I'm moving on. I, I don't have time for you. I don't have space for you. And the more I'm seeing this out in the wild, the more I am realizing this, that it's just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm over it. And I, I think I need all of this again. Like I think we all do so that we can stop allowing men to dictate how we feel about ourselves. All right. So let's end this episode by talking about all the unhinged things that men have said in the wild. So the first one is that someone said, I looked like a cute Drew Carey. <laughs> and I said, for this one, I was like, points for creativity, but like also what the fuck? Like, that's so random. Like, who even, I haven't even thought of Drew Carey in years. <laughs> so it's just like, that is so random. Um, and I also hate when people compare to celebrities, by the way, whether it's like supposed to be a compliment or not. Um, I don't know. Like, I. When I gained weight and started getting like thicker, people kept calling me Adele. Like they would see me, they'd watch me sing and they'd be like, you look like Adele. And I'm like, why? Because I'm a curvy girl that sings? Like, shut up. I look like myself. But anyway, um, someone said, whoa, you're a big girl to my height. And I was like, I get this one all the time. But I think usually for, for me, I guess when they say big girl, I'm assuming like, all of it because I'm not only tall I'm just like also curvy but um that reminded me of when I wear heels as a 5'9 woman people are like why do you want to wear heels when you're so tall I used to get that so much in because I like wore in high school I wore heels like every day and I got that all the time I was just like again I was like shut up <laughs> another one also, damn, you a big, beautiful stallion. Then waved me on so he could watch me walk away. I was like, that, I don't know. I guess it would depend on who it comes from. Like, I don't know. I, I think with these, like, if I have commentary that's like, oh, that's funny or whatever, it has nothing to do with, like, if the girl, if you felt uncomfortable, woman, like, I'm sorry. But some of it, I'm, I'm just like, I was like, stallion I'd be like oh Megan the stallion okay okay I'll take that but also like watching you walk away she was like I've never covered my butt so fast I was like I don't blame you girl um you're really pretty but you have a bad attitude do you want to go out sometime I'm like how is your I was like that man knows exactly how to sweet talk a woman and yeah I'm sure you totally said yes after he started with that like not uh also the infamous you'd be prettier if you smiled more a few months ago, I was like walking, I was leaving the gym, walking down the hallway and this older guy like looked at me and he was like, smile, you, you should smile or whatever. And I was just like, if I don't want to smile, I'm not going to fucking smile. Shut up. <laughs> I keep, I've been saying shut up so much lately. It's like my favorite phrase right now. It's just shut up. Um, some guy said your ass still looks good for having four children. Like what the fuck? No one asked you dirty. Yeah, and I'm like, that's another thing. I was like, why do people always give qualifiers? Like, oh, you look good for a mom. You're pretty for a big girl. You have a pretty face. You look good for being ancient. Like, whatever. Either give a full compliment or just don't say anything. Uh, that's some real Texas brisket right there. Was talking about my butt. <laughs> I was like, again, points for creativity, but Texas brisket, talking about someone's ass. Like, I don't know. He tried. Your personality is cute, but your face is not. <laughs> I 
I don't even know what to say to that one. I was like, and I told, I told this girl, I was like, that person was wrong because she has a beautiful face. So that person can also shut the fuck up. Um, not exactly in the wild, but oh, you looked prettier in your photos. And I was saying like, I've seen so many TikToks where this, like women will show themselves that like all the, their angles and like try and present themselves honestly on these dating apps and they'll show like their profiles and stuff. So I can actually like see for sure. And, um, and then the guys are always like, I, I, they said something about if you, have like you can tell by just the look that they give you and I just think that's so sad and annoying and again it's just why don't you just give people a chance instead of basing it on their looks when I met my husband the first few times like I didn't I mean I didn't think he was ugly but I also just didn't really pay attention to how he looked like I just I really liked him and now because I know him and I love him like I think he's so fucking handsome but like that wasn't the thing that I went to him for I just there's so many amazing qualities about him that make him that much more attractive and I think that's the same for all of us a guy told me when a guy told me I was beautiful and when he I agreed he got real mad he said oh so you think you're better than everyone else sir you're the one who said it I just agreed and I was like god forbid a woman doesn't need a man to validate her beauty like okay, like, I don't, you didn't tell me anything new, like, I know I'm beautiful, nothing wrong with that, um, oh, your husband's a pilot, never mind, I can't compete with that, like, I'm a gold digger, yeah, because that's all that matters, is, yeah, I guess I could see them having that logic, though, because they think, they, like, think that we're, they're in it for, like, the looks and the surface level stuff, and I guess they assume the same about us, but, you know, maybe they should just have a conversation and get to know her better. And I don't know, but either way. Wow, now that you're skinnier, you look much more prettier. And we're going to end on that one. Goes back to the conversation of like, oh, you, you look so good. You look so much better now, whatever. This morning I was thinking about that. I'm like, I, no one gets a seat at my table. Like if I happen to lose weight or whatever and then I'm like suddenly skinnier and they're like the people that didn't fuck me with me didn't fuck me <laughs> didn't fuck with me when I was larger uh they have no seat they have no room at my table if I lose weight and suddenly they want to talk to me or show interest in me or whatever like I am not playing that game I've had that happen a few times in life where I've lost weight and suddenly like people that ignored me before and didn't give me the time of day were like interested and that's also just not something I'm doing anyway this podcast is running along I feel like I'm starting to like I feel like it's like when I'm hanging out with someone my social battery is going down not because I don't love hanging out with you and talking to you it's just I've been doing all the talking and so I'd love to hear from you so you can find me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kendrick let me know what you thought of this episode what you'd like to hear in future episodes, if there's something you want me to talk about, if you have a question for me, just shoot me a DM and let me know. Otherwise, I'll talk to you soon. I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love for you to share it with a friend or leave a five-star review wherever you listen. Have an idea you want to pitch or just feel like chatting with me about the episode? Come find me on Instagram at Lauren M. Kendrick. Can't wait to hear from you.